Hey, what's good with it? A key to having patience. Because most of what you do that's worthwhile. Whether an investment, a journey as far as becoming what you think you want to be. Typically, you need a great deal of patience. And I found the easiest way to be patient for a long period of time. Because you got to think, what I've been doing is basically getting to about 20 years. So, if anybody can tell you about patience, you know, I can. So, you evolve and uh, hit different stages. But the main thing is basically to stay in the game. So you don't want to put too much pressure on any investment or undue pressure on any investment or any path you're taking. Meaning you don't want to have your hopes so high that whatever it is you're going for your end goal is supposed to correct life for you which is much of the reason we get into any field a lot of us because it's something we're missing sometimes it's money but I think a lot of times we raise the flag of money but we want to become something spectacular so people can admire us It's for attention and acknowledgement, like most other things we do. So in that case, we tend to want to rush a process. Instead of seeing a path that you see may work in 15 years, 10 years, there's a lot of steps to it. And it's a long course of time, but where you stand, if you're just beginning, what you want is something that's almost sure to work at some point. And what that's going to be, what anybody who's done something will tell you, stay in the game, ease yourself forward, take your small wins, do not waver from your plan based on fear or emotions. You can edit your plan if it makes sense, but only because it makes sense, because it's a logical move. But if you take the basic steps to simplify it, just ease everything forward. Keep progressing. Build skills, keep the skills you have, and add more skills. That's it. Combine the skills. And eventually, if you keep yourself afloat, you'll find creative ways in anything to peek yourself out from on top of the crowd. What I notice and what I do, let's just say entertainment, which uh, many of the guys who I started out around locally, most of them are gone. Because I met 
most of them around 2005, 2006, or before. And what I can tell you is the only major difference. You know, obviously, when you start, you think you're probably better than other people around you, or you're not out and about enough to meet enough people who do what you do. So in your mind, you're like one of the few people who actually do this thing that you do, and you're one of the few who does it great. But you'll notice if you get in any industry and you start bumping into your peers, you're not head and shoulders above everybody. And that may scare you off. Let's say you play an instrument. And in your household, they may look at you and be in awe because you can play a set of music for three, four minutes straight and, you know, no one else has really put in the work to be able to do it. And you think, like, you're super special. Which is commendable that you could do that. But what you'll find is when you're not in your household and you, you go to put yourself in front of people and on the stage, when they call for people who can play this instrument, there are several. There are many. So it's not skill alone. It's not you being good alone. That's always going to separate you. It can, but it's not always the deciding factor. So if you feel like you're in the middle of the pack because, wow, they're good at this. They're good at this. How am I going to? I'm not better than them. If we're the same age and we all play the same venues, they're going to outshine me. And that's how you start to look at it. But a lot of it, as I say, is staying in the game. You got to be resilient. Decisive, definitive, resilient. That's my decision-making process. Decisive, make a decision. Definitive, stand on that decision and be unwavering. And resilient means you take the rough path if you have to. You stick it out through the rough path. You take your lumps. And to bring it to myself, because it relates so much, in our local music industry, if you want to call it an industry, because none of us, well, most of us are not on, but as far as we just put it in a small category of making a little bit of noise who stay active, who record, who progress. You'll find every few years, when you think of somebody, that person's gone, and that person's gone. If it's a female, a lot of times, once they think they're in love, they just throw their craft to the side a lot of times. Not always, but the ones I know have. They'll at least put it on hold. So the same way a male may do what he does because he didn't have attention and maybe attention for females when he was when he was coming up. This is supposed to be the ultimate compensator. So for women, I think a lot of times, ah, this is a strong statement, but we'll say many times. They'll, they'll get involved with the field and do it because they don't necessarily have anything better to do at the time, meaning because society sells it to them, The only thing for them is to be in love, to be swept off your feet. 
Prince Charming come and save you. So it's a thing where they'll do it because they ain't got nothing better to do at the time. Sometimes. And then once Prince Charming comes, because they're conditioned by society to think that's what success is. Because to woman, a woman in a way society makes it seem, you know, for the structure of society, is for her to play her role. For her to have somebody come take her hand, marry her, take care of her, raise the kids. That's how society keeps itself going. There has to be some type of norm and structure. If everybody just did what they wanted and had their own ideas before they were old enough or sharp enough to know what they wanted, then we'd be all over the place. Our world would be unpredictable. You'd have people dropping responsibilities to do anything, to do whatever, just because they feel like it. So there has to be norms in the way we typically do things. And society has to put pressure on people to be in society's box. That's how it keeps itself going. So as a whole, I would never suggest to one person or people in general to do what I do or do what this person does. Because they're enjoying their life so much. I think there has to be, in quotes, regular people. You know? So anyway... What you'll find is a lot of people aren't really down for what they think they're down for. It's no uh, decision that they made and they're not going to waver from it. Meaning they don't really love everything about it. And at the time, they're overly excited about it, maybe. They're dedicated. But what you'll notice is a lot of people who are dedicated. Just, man, and sometimes they just find something else that they're into just as much. Maybe they grow old and tired of what they were doing maybe they grow old and evolve into something else to where it has more importance and sets a taller precedent than what they were doing before point I'm making is if you have 20 people of equal skill level about half of them would not stay in the game so what you'll find is you just keep yourself excited about anything you do and What I'm getting to overall is be excited about life. Live how you want to live now and don't put so much pressure on what it is that you want to become. And you'll end up doing it because it's who you are, it's what you do, it's a part of you. Which will always keep you revisiting to whatever it is. And what that'll do is prevent you from dropping, from quitting, from getting frustrated. Because as you evolve and maybe you start to get attention, maybe you become popular, which a lot of us do things for. You become someone people look at, look towards, look up to in other aspects or in life as a whole. Maybe you don't put so much pressure on what it was you were before. Maybe you don't care about what you were doing before. And a lot of people drop it that way. But some people would just keep doing it just because, you know, it's something to do. I like it. They become one with their craft. They become one with their path. And that's enough to prevent them from setting it down. Totally. You can give it a break. You can rest from it. But if you revisit it often enough and you keep the skill level and once in a while advance the ball, sharpen your skills a little, add something to it, Find out what else in life relates to the talent or skill you have. 
it's always with you. Take the lessons you learned from it and realize why it's an invaluable path you took. And you're taking, and once you realize it benefits you larger than what you initially jumped in it for, you're likely to keep going. Which is most of what being successful entails. And I say, keeping yourself excited about life, living the life you want for you, is enough to help you be patient. Because, as I say, we get into a lot to try to compensate for what we don't have, what we're not getting enough of, what we would prefer more of. You got to think when you watch movies. And there's a guy, let's just say he's a dancer. Maybe he's not good at anything else. Whether he's a nerdy kid or he's a, a kid who hangs with the cool people. Either way, when he dances, he's a star. He's somebody. He's something. And the way they, they make it seem on film is... He gets the girl in the end and the girl didn't pay him any mind is into him now and the way he dances and he makes the dance about her because she shows up at the dance and he does some slick dance, then hand her a rose at the end, poses in front of her. So it puts it in your mind that you have to do all these things to get what you want out of other people, to get other people to notice you. No matter how much you love what you do, there's always... I, I can't say always because I can't jump in everybody's head. I don't know everyone's intention. But basically, man, I'm being real. There's always other intentions other than the fact that you just like or love doing it. It's always there. It's always there. Same way you eat a food because it has nutritional value. Part of you is eating it because it tastes good. Part of you is eating it maybe because it's cheaper than something else you could buy. There's always... Several reasons why you do anything. Even if you don't notice it, some things are innate. So how they make it seem in, in, in movies and stuff like that. And, and even in society, when you deal with people. They make it seem like it's going to be a, a cascade of uh, praise coming your way. For doing whatever it is that you do well. And maybe it will. But always remember that's an intention. Cos ball player, he plays good, and then and then what do they say? Man, he probably he probably the man on campus. You know, all that stuff comes with it. Even if he just really likes playing or loves playing, he can't help but hear all this other stuff that's going to come along with what he does. So what I'm saying is, if you fill those gaps on your own. You have growth on your own. You don't put the pressure on your process, your path to fill all these things for you. When you get what you want now, you don't have to rush. So you can see a 10-year plan and time's going to pass anyway. So, yeah, that seems like it'll work out in the long run. It makes sense. It's just easing the ball forward for now. I like it. We'll rock with it. And that's all it takes from you because you're going to... Put down your planner and go step out and live that wonderful life you have. But if things around you aren't coming fast enough, a 10-year plan, nah, I ain't going to cut it. I know somebody who's working on a project. And I said the main thing you do, and I've used this example several times, to him even, 
the main thing you could do that I personally would consider what you do successful is to make it exist. All right. Not that it just flies out of your hands when you're done creating it, but that it exists. Because it's a real thing. You've done it. It may move slow. I know you think you're going to slam down this one boulder and it's going to set the world on fire. But typically you're setting down one brick. So if that's enough for you, keep going forward. But what does he say? Man, I'm 40 some years old. I'm, I, this has to be it now. Well, who let themselves get 40 years old before they decide to get serious about what they do? So number one, don't procrastinate yourself into desperation. But if I had an exceptional 10-year plan for him, it's not sexy to him. Now, let me, let me say this because it made me think of it. You can't waste your time playing with people who are not serious about themselves. Like, and don't let them think that you're not doing well because they're not following you quick enough or not at all. They second guess everything you do. I, what I'm leading towards is this. I believe what I'm doing has great benefits. It works for me. It's worked for me. I, I see it currently working for me. And because I cannot pass that enthusiasm to a person who sits next to me and make him see what I see. This is a different person I'm talking about, by the way, not the same guy. I mean, somewhat, but it's not. Somebody totally different that I have in mind. But because I can't pass that enthusiasm from me to him. In large part, verbally, he says, if it's working so good for you, then why? You know, it's always a detractor. You never can prove a detractor wrong because if you do one thing, well, I don't see this and I don't see that. Well, so-and-so got that. You'll never win that game. So win for you not to prove nothing. But that to say, being that I cannot pass that enthusiasm from me to him, you would think, man, if I'm doing so well, I know I'm doing well. Why does this person who struggles with life not follow what I'm doing and enhance himself when I'm offering even? So they'll have you second guess yourself like, man, if you're doing so good, if you're doing so good. And number one, do not hang around envious people. Do not hang around losers. I know it's strong to say it that way. Stop hanging around losers. We ain't got time to play around. No losers. No stupidity. It's out. All right. But because you got to think logically. If you have a plan that does work, in your mind, you'd be like, man, I'm a, you know, do not be this guy. I'm going to show him. You'll see when it all works out. Because he's still not going to do nothing. Because if you done seen me put in work for 20 years, and then you finally see that, okay, it works what he did. What are you thinking in your mind? You're going to convince him that it works? And then, okay, that lazy person will be like, yeah, okay, what you did did work. Let me take 20 years to try to become. <laughs> see, you either follow me now or you don't. You can't wait to see if what I do becomes ultra amazingly successful and then go follow. Because you're already 30, 40 years old talking about you're going to do a 22-year process now. (laughs) You need to follow now. Because even if I can expedite the process, it's still going to take you a decade or two for you to catch up to where I'm going and what I did. So you can't need assurance from those around you to let you know you are doing right and you're going in the right direction. Which also keeps you in the game. It's easy to be creative when you don't put a lot of pressure on it, but you give it the proper attention. Add attention, not pressure.
And that's one key. I didn't say the key. That's a key to staying in the game. Because as I say, the, the local artists, so many are gone now. You can't even get them to do a feature on your record. Like, they're out of it. And they're salty. They're angry. I know last year I contacted a couple of people. I said, yeah, let me know your your uh, payment information. Let me send you a couple of dollars. Put a verse on that. Do this for me. And you'd be surprised. Uh, just as many did not come through as the ones that did. You would think you're not getting paid for your craft, typically, if you're not on and a big name. So here I am paying you for what you claim you started doing that you were into 15 years ago that you claim you still do and you're not going to take the money to do that. When you go clock in tomorrow, work more hours than that and get the same amount of money, you're not going to do what you, you claim you love. And the reason that is because that's bitterness. That's anger. That's somebody wanting to matter. See, they didn't reach relevance in their craft. Because if you don't believe you're successful, you don't believe that you're it, man, you're not. Because the whole world around you, <laughs> if for whatever reason they were trying to convince you, if they thought you were it and you never did accept that, you're not really it to you. You can be by public perception, but you don't feel like you're it. So if you have not crossed the threshold to the point where you feel like you're somebody in this, you have a tall responsibility and a certain way to conduct yourself because you're somebody. You're not anybody in this. So I see a lot of bitterness and anger and a lot of the anger now by people who are as good as what I do, as what I do. A lot of the anger now is because I'm still in the game. So the envy start or first is it could be jealous people. There could be jealousy that you're good at what you do when you start off. They second-guess themselves. They want to tear you down because they feel like they're competing with you. But over time, what happens is people quit on themselves. And that's why it turns into envy. That you still do this. That you're still going. You're still in the game. Because what we know about somebody in the game, number one, they're active. So they're benefiting. Otherwise, they wouldn't stay in it. You'll find your own reasons for staying in what you do. It'll benefit you to the point where you'll get why you're doing it. Even if it's not the reason somebody else or reasons that somebody else is doing it, you'll benefit. And what it also says is that you're still in striking position. That's what staying in the game does. You know, the saying, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. If opportunity come smashing my door or I bust down the right door and there's opportunity inside because that's typically how it go I'm ready for it but I'm not relying on this I'm not relying on it and you develop you earn not relying on it when you continue to do it but you don't need it so that's in art and a, a badge you got to earn. You'll continue to do it, but you don't need it. Meaning, meaning you've accepted that this may not, in quotes, work like you thought it would. But you've extracted what's worth it to you out of it already. 
those big dreams you had and when you really didn't have your footing in the game, it may not provide all those things, but you found fulfillment in what you do and you're still going. And the minor, small thinking part of yourself has accepted that it may not turn into this big thing that you thought it would have. But you know what? I like it anyway. It's become one with me now. And you still do it. You're staying in the game. It it brings me to a story uh, that I know from sports years ago. Uh, About a professional player. I think he was a fringe professional player. He had a stint or two. But how the story goes is he was off for like a season or an off season and he didn't believe he would get a chance to play again. So he let himself go physically, which of course is you letting go and letting go of yourself mentally and emotionally. So after some extended period of time, there was the knock on the door. And here he was supposedly going through some depression about why he wasn't good enough, how he wouldn't get another chance, how he ruined it. And he dragged himself down to a place where now he was out of position because he thought he was out of position. Now he stopped training. Now he stopped being mentally prepared in case you get the call. And he was not in position to go practice, to go try out. So he did miss his last opportunity, but his last opportunity wasn't when he thought it was. If you stay in the game, that won't happen to you. So you always find meaning in anything you do. And you always add different ways of doing things. You add investments. You feed your investments. If you stay in enough of them and you, you've raised all your investments properly and you siphon your money for investments on a regular basis, if you become an investor, you're just not looking for a quick hit, a quick lick, you'll be good. They say a lot of people don't do the index funds. It's basically a list of all the top performing companies because it's slow money. When you talk to somebody and you tell them that the stock market is a good look, it's a good place to put some of your money. Not a place where you put all your money and hope something happens because then you're putting the pressure on it. But if you siphon X amount of money as one of your investments, you're cool. And If you have a slow cook, which is the index funds, unless the world collapses, eventually that's going to be a good look. It's going to be a nice little something you got over there. But what happens when you talk to people who do not invest and you tell them about the stock market, the first thing they hear and they mention is what they heard on TV, some story where somebody bought like five cent stocks and he bought like 7,000 of them and then it turned into a $400 stock, you know. I want it right now, right now, right now. 
I'll put down 300. Show me how to put down. Yeah, I need to get involved in the stock market. That way I can put down like 300. And man, I can turn. I heard I could turn it to like 9,000. See, you're not an investor. You're looking to get around and cheat the game. You're not looking for a process. You're not ready to stay down and deal with patience and be patient for what it is that you claim you want. So, all that and all that, man. But the point of all this, the bullet point, is being to you, craft that fire life that you're into on your own. And maybe whatever it is you're doing turns into something big, maybe it doesn't. And oddly enough, that's enough to keep you going and that's enough to help it grow into what it could be. As R.S.D. Tyler says, which I love, you have an intention, so you're actively taking action with the intention of getting what you want. But you're not outcome dependent. We care the most and we care the least. If you can step through with that, you're going to be all right. Get your hands in enough things. Be about you. Let things feed you. Do not depend on things to feed you, to make you feel like you're enough. And boom, you'll make your way. But even more so than that, be kind, be pleasant, and be great. Freeze this, freeze that.